It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, I'm Simon Marcel. Welcome to The Rendezvous. It is Friday night. It's always exciting right before the weekend to finish this night together. Anyway, before I get to the show, let me just, I want to pass this advice from my parents. I was in Paris just a, about a week ago because I miss my parents a lot and you know they're getting older and, and everything. So I go there and I ask my mom, Elizabeth, who's been married for 55 years to my dad, What are his main qualities as a husband? What is it that made you so happy for 55 years and still running strong? And she said, reliability. I said, what do you mean? And she goes, your father always does what he says. And that's a great piece of advice. So just remember that when you're in a relationship and things are going well, stick to your words. Everybody want to be able to trust their partner. Any other questions? 855-905-8255. Call me. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any question? Call me. Jenna, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Jenna. Welcome to The Rendezvous. What is up tonight? Well, I have a bit of a dilemma. I have been dating a guy from the age of 19 to 31. We are now engaged about six months, and a few weeks ago, I got a phone call from a girl that he has been dating for a month. So my dilemma is, do I throw away all those years and not go through with the marriage? Or do I forgive one, hopefully, one mistake and move on? Before I answer, I'm very sorry you have to go through this. I mean, that's that's not good. Jenna, um, first of all, do you? so he admitted to this or he never admitted? Is this, is this something for 100% sure or just she said that to you? No, it's 100% sure. She said it to me, and I verified certain dates that she said that certain things were going on. And when I confronted him, he did take blame for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Why would you want to stay with a man who's done that to you? Well, I invested a lot of years, and I think people do make mistakes, and I don't want to ruin all I have invested. And otherwise, he's a wonderful man for what possibly could be one mistake. It could be. Do you believe in your intuition that's a one mistake? Or do you believe when you really look you know, into your intuition, which never lies, that uh, it's been happening before or it could happen again? I'm, I'm so hurt, it's hard to say. I, I yeah. think people are entitled to make one mistake, and I don't want to make the mistake of not marrying him because of this one mistake. But apparently I'm not that set on it because I'm calling for advice. Well, and it's a good thing you call me for advice because I'm, I'm all about forgiveness when, it, when it's explained, and there's a reason for this, right? I mean, I would delay the engagement. I would delay everything. I don't mean you have to leave him. I mean, you guys have to go to therapy. You have to, you know, you've been intoxicated. You've been heartbroken. You've been betrayal. You know, we can stay as calm as... Yes. So I think that, you know, as calm as you are, your heart is extremely, you know, hurt and bleeding from all that attack. And so you need to understand with him why he did this. And only after all of that work been done and you are detoxed from all that poison, you decide. Okay. You're right. I don't need to move forward so quickly. I could take a little breather and absorb what happened. You should. And only when everything is settled, you can decide to move forward or to stop. But only after all that, okay? Thank you. I appreciate that. Good advice. Thank you. You're most welcome, Jenna. I'm glad you called me and good luck to you. Thank you very much. Once you cheat it on, I mean, there is really the most important question anyone can decide to, which is, should I forgive? Let's, let's talk a little more about this main question. 
That's next. Have you ever had to um, forgive a cheater? Have you ever had to decide, wow, I love him or I love her, but they cheated on me, and so should I forgive? Can I forgive, right? And, and knowing that forgiveness is the ultimate form of love, right? If you can forgive somebody cheating on you and stay with the person and happily then move forward, I guess this is the big win. The question is, should you, right? And my answer to this is, if you can, and if you have all the answers, I think you should. Because everybody can make a mistake once. And, and so the idea that we don't make mistakes is not humane. And I've made so many mistakes that who am I to tell you not to give a chance? But you have to have certain conditions to be able to do so. You want to know what conditions I'm talking about to forgive a cheater? That's next. Stay with me. Have you ever had to forgive a cheater to decide this ultimate, most difficult decision when your family tells you, don't do it, when your best friend tells you, don't do it, right? The whole world's going to tell you, don't do it, don't forgive a cheater. But I'm the exception. And you want to know why? Because I've been on both sides of the angle. So the conditions to forgive a cheater are, A, you need to have more love than hate for that person when you decide. B, you have to make sure it's a one-time thing and understand why it happened. And most importantly, the cheater has to convince you that A, they want your forgiveness, two, they'll never do it again, and they have to touch your intuition and do intuition as to say, green, I can give my partner another chance. Those are the conditions in my heart. I've been cheated on, I have cheated, second chances are a blessing in life. We all make mistakes especially me. So don't do like me, do better than me. That's my message on this. You call the next 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. I'm here. Any questions, call me. Claire, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Tell me, how can I help you tonight? I'm in a relationship with my boyfriend. We've been together for about a year. And when we first met, he said he wanted to introduce me to his whole family. But we've been dating for about a year now, and I've never met his mother. Okay, so you've met, what, his his siblings? Who have you met from this family? Yeah, I I met his sister, and I met his brother, and I met his dad. And is there a geographical reason? I mean, has his parents divorced? His parents are divorced, but he goes to his mom's house every Sunday for lunch. But I'm never invited, and I've never met his mom. That's kind of weird, I must admit. But um, have you asked him about this? Have you ever had the conversation? Well, I've asked about her. Well, how's your mom? I'd like to meet her. I've said things like that. And, and I've said things like, I'm free on Sunday if you'd like to get together. Smart. But he never inclines me to come or anything. Okay, so I would have to talk about it. I mean, I think, Claire, that you're entitled to say, hey, listen, it's been a year. You never, exactly as you told me, you never invited me over. I've never met your mom. Uh, What is up with that? And then when he answers, you listen to your intuition. When he Mm -hmm. speaks, your intuition is going to tell you if he's lying or if he's telling you the truth. Mm -hmm. Or you got to follow your intuition. It's the best weapon you have and the best tool you have. So then you say, listen, it's not normal. Unless maybe there's something up with his mom, he's uncomfortable, and then he need to explain that to you, and then it's okay. I don't know what could it be, but maybe he's 
there's something uncomfortable there. So it's worth really having a conversation, not judging, but open the door to understand him, understand her, because you don't want her against you if you're going to marry him. So I would understand why such a resistance to meeting the mom and just go from there. And if he insists you can't meet her, then there is something shady because I don't understand why, like you, he would not introduce you to his mom proudly. Doesn't make any sense to me. So let's yeah. give him a chance to change, to evolve, and to tell you the truth. Okay. I'm going to you, do that. I'm going to cross my fingers so that he says, you know what? You're right. It's been too long. Come with me next Sunday. It's lunchtime, and I'm doing the cooking. Come to my yes. mom. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, Claire. Have a good night. Good luck to you. You too. Bye-bye. You know, the question is, how important is it for you when you start dating somebody to meet their family and friends? Let's talk about that next. If you meet somebody you really like and you start dating, how important is it to you to meet their family and friends, right? I mean, I was just talking to Claire who hadn't met the mother of her boyfriend. She was pretty upset. I understand. It's usually what everybody says, right? They say, you know, when you meet somebody, you want to meet their family and friends. And then you even hear people say, I hope they're close to their family, like it's a big, like, diploma in life. The question is really, I mean, yes, it is important, but not that important. And I want to tell you why I think a little differently now about the family and the friends when it comes to dating. Stay with me. I'm going to surprise you with that answer. That's next. When you meet somebody new and you start dating, how important is it to you to meet their family and friends? That's what I'm talking about. Because I don't care anymore, really. Why? Because I've witnessed something. It's not because people are close to their family that they're good boyfriends or girlfriends. It has nothing to do with it. It's a case-by-case situation. Otherwise, you can guarantee that everybody would be loving their family, and we all love our family. I love my family. But my family is in Paris, for instance, right? So most of my girlfriends do not meet my family. Doesn't mean I'm a bad boyfriend or better boyfriend. I don't think it's relevant. What you should really look for is to get to know the person. But their parents, their brothers and sisters, I personally really, it doesn't matter much to me. I'm all about you. If I date you, you are the center of my universe. I am interested in you. And if you have kids, you kids, of course. The rest That doesn't impact me a lot. But that's just me. 855-905-8255. Any questions? Call me. If you've been touched by love, even just one time, please share that story with me and call me at 855-905-8255. I need all the love I can get tonight. So, Gia, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I am good. Uh, you have one, so tell me because I am in need of love story tonight. I have a great one. My husband is wonderful. I love him so much. And, you know, we've been married for 16 years, and we still date as if we weren't married. He never stopped dating me. So wow. the other, last week, I called him and I said, you know, I wish I was on a beach somewhere. I'm sick of this cold weather. This is just, you know, too much for me. By the time I got home, he mm -hmm. had us booked on a flight to Jamaica. Wow. By the time I got home. <laughs> That's what I'm talking and about. We, and we left Thursday and came back Sunday, and it was perfect. Like, I didn't need a long stay. I just needed to get out of Dodge for a little bit. And we had a blast. No children, no friends, 
just us. <laughs> you know, I love how you said it's so real. No, no, just no friend, just us. Sometimes, mm-hmm. the, I mean, really, it's. It, I love your honesty. It's true. Sometimes there's a two of us need for time, and mm-hmm. you spend it with him in Jamaica. What better? What a sweet story. I'm jealous. I want to go with a girlfriend to Jamaica too. <laughs> I'd like that. I honestly couldn't believe it. I thought it was the most romantic thing, you know, because I said it in jest. I wasn't like I wanted it, but I never imagined that by the time I got home, he was saying, showing me what the resort looked like and telling me what time I had to leave out. And our kids are older, so it wasn't really a big deal. And yes, we had a blast and we are so in love. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Gia, thank you so much for sharing that story. It's inspirational. I'm, if other guys are listening, just do like Gia's boyfriend. Take the tickets and yeah. go. Just do it. Just do it. Yep. Just do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Gia, and have a good night. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know, in Gia's beautiful story, there is one key question. How spontaneous can you be when it comes to romance? Let's talk about that next. I have a question for you, a simple question. How spontaneous can you be when it comes to romance? Why? Because the definition of being romantic is creating an enchanting feeling in your partner's heart. Usually it takes planning, right? Usually we've heard a lot of love stories on The Rendezvous month after month about, you know, the engagement was planned like this or a trip was planned like this. And then I hear Gia's story, like, you know, she wanted to go to Jamaica and then her man came home, two tickets, they left. Totally spontaneous. Now, I really mean it. I believe sometimes being spontaneous is even more romantic than planned because it comes straight from your heart. It's like, I don't think about it. I don't plan anything. I love you. And I'm going to show you how much I love you right here, right now. Let me share a story about this. I got, I got a good story. I want to share that personal story about being spontaneous and being romantic. That's next. Stay with me. Talking about being spontaneous and romantic, I, I got a personal example. You might think I'm a goofball, so bear with me because I know you might think, what a story. But this is a true story and I call it romantic. So I was dating this lovely woman, Carmen, years ago. It was back in Paris a long time ago, and she had to go back to the States. And I knew she loved Nutella crepes. And I don't know if you like that, but I I, I love it too. Nutella on a French crepes, nothing better. Anyway, so here we are, waiting for the airplane. She was depressed. She was crying. I was crying. What a scene, you know, like when you're much younger, you're you're more emotional even. So I decided to break that cycle of sadness and went to get her a Nutella crepe. When I brought the Nutella crepe to her, you should have seen Carmen's smile on her. I could have brought, I don't know, a Cartier ring or whatever. I don't think it would have given her a bigger smile. That's what I call being spontaneous. And then she cried and she said, you're so romantic. And people around us looked at me with my chocolate crepe and thought, that's romantic? Well, it was for me and Carmen. So remember, you feel it, you do it. You can never be too spontaneous when it comes to romance. Any questions, call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour and thank you for listening to the Rendezvous All Night. Listen, I got to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Merci beaucoup. You have no idea how proud I am to host the show, how proud was my team to prepare the show. And and just this would not be happening if you were not listening to me every night. So thank you so much for that. I don't take it for granted. I don't take you for granted. I want to finish with this little poll result. You know, I love asking you questions during the show. And then my team put it on my social media. At Rendezvous Radio, there was this question to you, which was, have you dealt with lying in your marriage before? 
60% of you said yes, and that's a lot, and 40% of you said no. So um, just want to share that with you. You know, honesty really is the strong foundation for a good relationship and obviously a marriage. But you know that. So just keep that in mind. On that word, have a great weekend. Enjoy it. And I'll be back on Monday. Thank you so much for listening and have a good night. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.